Hello, welcome back to Pagan Preaching. I am your host, Ethne Aon, and I am sorry that this episode had to come out late. Um, so it's been like big birthday week here. Uh, my aunt had a birthday on the 17th. My brother and dad had their birthdays on the 19th, but they were celebrating on Sunday. And my honey's birthday was on the 18th. And so it's just been like perpetually getting ready for birthday after birthday after birthday. And um, it's been really fun and really like gratifying. And um, as far as I know, everybody had a great birthday, which is like obviously what we want. But it just ended up being way too much to do in one week to also get a podcast out on time. So I'm very sorry. Um, Apology number two, the audio still isn't like the greatest. Um, So I definitely apologize for that. I did get a new headset for a new job that I started, but um, it seems like headset quality is just what it is. And uh, I promise that by the end of this month, I will be purchasing a better, more like up to speed microphone. So we shouldn't be struggling with this like god awful audio for much longer. So I really appreciate all of you bearing with me. So here's another prayer I have also from Google Images. It's called Ancient Prayer to Tote. Another thing that has been like taking up so much of my time is that I have been working on finishing my thesis for my um, religious studies degree. And that has been like so much, like so much writing and editing and researching and then re-editing and teaching myself theory at like the last possible second. And um, I've been thinking about that with regard to this episode. So I did graduate in December of 2021, or sorry, December of 2020 with my history BA, but just 2020 happened and I ended up needing to take an incomplete for my religious studies thesis. So I technically am a December of 2020 graduate, but I will be completing my dual degree in May. And that is also when I will be having my, um, my ceremony. Like I get a commencement, which, uh, is it responsible I don't know. It's going to be outside. It's going to be socially distanced. Masks, obviously. I, by that time, will be uh, one week into being fully vaccinated. I will be getting my second vaccine soon. So, you know, graduation's on the mind, especially this time of year. It's like everything that's out is like all graduation merchandise and gifts and celebration. I also very recently watched. the gods of Egypt, because sometimes you have to like consume mindless content, you know, and like you just have to watch the cultural thing for the 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 culture of the time you're in. Like you gotta consume the like mindless, like thoughtless media to like shut your brain off. And I while watching, I was like, you know, I don't 
I don't know a lot about um, Kemeticism. Uh, I don't know a lot about Egyptian myths, but I know this isn't right. <laughs> I know this is far from the truth because obviously it's American media, so it's not going to be like so accurate. Rarely ever is, and it's hard to get these things accurate. To be fair, um, because we just we don't know that culture isn't around anymore, unfortunately. But it it made me think like I want to learn more about this, especially with the recent passing of Chadwick Boseman, who I love, and I loved him in Gods of Egypt. So I just I want to talk about tote today, and I know that um there's so so many contested ways of pronouncing his name. I really was going to try to commit to Tahuti or one of those variants uh, for the sake of being uh, accurate. But I also think that if anybody were to be upset with how I pronounce the name, it would probably be more upset at me butchering the historical name instead of correctly pronouncing kind of the um, the Greek and anglicized version. So I'm going to be saying tote. Um, I, I like that more than thoth or um, toth or thoth, but obviously you're going to say it. However, we just don't unfortunately know how um, a lot of, you know, it, ancient Egyptian language was spoken and that's okay. We're trying our best and the gods see that. But I want to talk about tote today because it's like it's graduation season it's scholar season the air is filled with this like celebration of somebody completing whatever step of knowledge they're on and i want to honor that but i also want to remind people that are graduating like me uh that you're not done right so I finished my BA. I probably definitely not going to go to graduate school as much as I would love to. I just, I don't think with the way like our college and university education system is built up that I could ever afford to get a PhD that I I wouldn't want to use other than just having a PhD, you know? But I think I just, I want to acknowledge the success of the learning and the hard work and the blood and sweat and tears and breakdowns if you're anything like me. But I also want to remind everybody, especially as pagans and especially reconstructionist pagans, that that is by no means where the knowledge ends. Um, where we've got to be on this never-ending quest. And I've, I've said this many times is we don't passively receive religion like religion and religiosity and spirituality don't just like wash over us we don't have that privilege we have to seek out not only historical understandings of ancient paganism but we also have to seek out our own truths and what resonates with us so today in honor of knowledge and learning and growth and spirituality and to get out of this Hellenistic rut, we're talking about Tote, who is the um, 
like super watered down version. I don't know if you can hear that. My cats are fighting. Um, super watered down version of Tote is he is the Egyptian or Kemetic or Kemite god of um, knowledge and learning, wisdom, scribes. Obviously, that's the big one he's known for. Magic, um, the moon, uh, because he's so associated with time and um, healing Horus and the moon being associated with Horus's eye. So he's he's big. And, you know, I think that's a lot of the reason why the Greeks equated him to Hermes, because Hermes is like he encompasses so much. But I think that's where the the similarities stop, you know. So let's um go ahead shorter time before the first prayer on this episode. I'm going to be proud of that. But let's go ahead and start off with um, this prayer to tote that I found. And um, if you didn't know, like a lot of the prayers and hymns and invocations that I find, literally just Google images. I don't know if it's like an ADD thing, but like I struggle like hunting through blocks of text to find prayers and so like seeing it on an image is so much easier for me so here we go if you are worshiping along with me let's cast circle if that's something you want to do let's light some candles incense maybe get yourself under a nice comfy blinky like just have yourself as open to your higher self and your affinity for paganism and learning as you can be while we get into this prayer. And go ahead, feel free to pause at any time if like the vibe isn't right or you need to adjust something. So here's first prayer to tote. O thou, majesty of the Godhead, wisdom crowned Tahuti, Lord of the gates of the universe, thee, thee I invoke. O thou of the ibis head, thee, thee I invoke. Thou who wieldest the wand of double power, thee, thee I invoke. Thou who bearest in thy left hand the rose and cross of light and life, thee, thee I invoke. Thou whose head is an emerald, and thy nemesis as the night sky blue, thee, thee I invoke. Thou whose skin is a flaming orange, as though it burned in a furnace, thee, thee I invoke. Behold, I am yesterday, today, and the brother of tomorrow. I am born again and again. Mine is the unseen force whereof the gods are sprung, which is as life unto the dwellers in the watchtowers of the universe. Hail Tote! I was saying earlier... Um, it's so important that we don't stop learning. You know, I think everybody has this cliche of like, I'm a lifetime learner or my favorite, least favorite thing that people say, which is I graduated from the school of life, you know, and that's, that's all well and good. But, um, saying that you're a lifetime learner, like saying, you know, I learn something new every day is just words, right? We need to put those words into practice because there's so much to be said about 
the quest and the thirst for knowledge, for knowledge's sake. Like one of the most annoying things one of my professors ever told me when I asked him, like, well, why do we need to know this? Why are we spending so much time on this? Was he said, just to know. And like my brain that's so geared towards practicality and like utilitarianism was like, that's not good enough. And and now as I'm growing, I'm realizing that it is. There's such beauty in knowing things just to know, but also you never are really gonna know what tools you're putting in your toolbox until you need them. Like so many opportunities to learn are going to present themselves to you and whether or not you think those learned items are going to benefit you at the time I think is kind of like a silly hurdle to put in your in, in front of yourself like I in school like before college I hated math and I, I know I'm not unique in that way so I'm not gonna be like I'm so quirky I hate math but I I hated it and the thing it was because I didn't ever want to apply myself until like the last minute um I, I couldn't stay focused and part of it I'm sure is, is like an ADD thing like I can't sit and watch somebody do something like it wasn't engaging and so my brain went in every different direction but it's also like I thought I just didn't ever need it. And now as an adult, I am horrendous with math and I have to make my boyfriend do everything for me. Like, and that's just, that's a really small example, but there are so many things that I didn't take the time to learn out of my own, like kind of arrogance and hubris that I wish I would have. And that's another thing that I know I'm not unique in. But the great thing is we are fortunate to live in kind of this era of technology because there is no information or very limited information that we can't find. Like information science is so huge right now and more people are starting to get better at information science and information literacy such that things like the rise of neo-paganism can happen. Like reconstruction can ha happen and you don't have to like, you know, do what your parents and grandparents said you would have to do and like go to the library and pick up a book. Like we are, we have every opportunity now to learn and to not kind of grab the hat by its own sensitive erogenous zone and take control. I think in many ways is silly and not just learning. Like, learning everything that you can because obviously that is insurmountable but like learning the things especially that resonate with you um and then even as often as you can things that maybe don't resonate with you and oppose you I think learning about opposition is one of the best ways that we can know better about ourselves and about our community and it's just I think obviously I did really well aside from math in school and I did I did pretty okay in college so I think of course I'm going to be somebody that's like yeah learn because my my favorite pastimes are like documentaries going to museums um but I want to kind of instill that passion for learning in others and 
I kind of carry that message of tote that there's so much to be gained while in pursuit of learn even if there is sacrifice there's so much to be gained about and for yourself from that pursuit come to me tote o noble ibis o letter writer of the gods o great scribe come to me and give me counsel make me skillful in your calling better is your calling than all callings it makes men great he who masters it is found fit to hold office. I have seen many whom you have helped. Grant me your wisdom, O Tote. So while I'm getting ready for recording this episode, I'm like, let's crash course Tote right now. Because I give you like 30 minutes of sermon and then you you will take what you want from that. You know, you will absorb what you want, you will disagree with what you want, and then you will maybe do your own research and see if that deity is for you, or you will come to this podcast with the hopes of finally having a chance to stop and breathe and let somebody do the worship for you, because you deserve that rest. You know, as Neopagans, we deserve that space in the world where we can congregate and lean on one another and uh, the pursuit of worship and praise. And, you know, I, I want that for you. But I I also want to try to educate myself as much as possible for those of us that haven't heard of these deities. So I'm I'm crash coursing to see, like, what are, what are the important bite-sized pieces of tote? I don't want to give you a lot of, like, genealogy. Um, I, I try not to give a lot of myth because... Myths can be so uh, misconstrued and misunderstood or just understood in different ways. It's like a big game of telephone. But Tote's myths were great. And I did give myself a crash course. So please bear with me if they're not as in-depth as you would like them to be or if they're not um, what you have learned. I just want to share a, a few because because I think they resonate with Tote's message. So one that I thought was like really great was um, the story of Tote creating the extra five days. Um, and basically, it, Ra doesn't want Geb and Newt to um, marry and have children. So... Um, Tote engages in this mind game with, oh gosh, is it the moon? I'll be honest, I'm not entirely sure who his opponent is. You And you can look this up, I encourage you to. Um, but he engages with this mind game and wins, and then wins an extra five days of the year. So at the time then, they had 360 days, and then they came out with 365 days, and those are the days in which Newt had her five children. And what is important to me about that story of Tote is um, the service you can provide for others through your own knowledge and learning. Because there are people that don't have as much of a propensity for rigorous study or um, retaining information, and there are people 
that um, have obviously more things to do than learn. And so you, a learner with your big, beautiful sponge-like brain, can be an asset to people and not only like to your friends and family, but you can end up making the world a better place through your learning. Like how cool is that? Like you have such a, like, not to be redundant, but a big, beautiful sponge-like brain and you can absorb so, so much. And if you are somebody who is maybe predisposed to enjoying learning or you want to get a little better about that, just reach out to Tote. There's, there's so much to be said about a God of wisdom, but truly a God of like active learning and the pursuit, like truly the pursuit of knowledge like Tote. When I was reading, I read that he he is one of the oldest gods and he had watched creation happen um, and he had seen everything, but he also just roamed the earth. And that's why um, some comedics say that he shows up in all of these different mythologies was because he just walked around the, the earth learning as much as possible. And I think, you know, that is, really great that he had the time to do that. Um, but that that's the kind of dedication that I, I think I need to focus more on and those around me and within this, you know, pagan community could focus more on is just dedicating your energy to, to your fullest extent. And I know that is going to look different from others, but as much energy as you can put into learning obviously about the world around you and things like that that are going to be helpful, but also learning more about your own spirituality and the religion that you are either constructing or reconstructing for yourself is going to have such a profound impact on your higher self. And, you know, the, the research that we do in like on the internet and with books and scholarly articles that's really great, but there is also the research, like Tote did, of just being in the world, and what what you can learn from that experience of like interacting with your world, especially being present and being mindful, and just absorbing as many observations as you can, but also being within your own world. You know that that meditation is such a powerful tool, like spending time alone with yourself is such a powerful tool and it's scary. I like I will admit that that is a really kind of looming thing to think about is confronting yourself and your own fears of your shortcomings and your embarrassments and your trauma especially. But you aren't alone in that. If you are wanting to learn more and engage your brain more and crack the codes of the things around you. You're not alone in that. All you need to do is ask for the grace of tote. I've said this before. The gods are full of grace. All you have to do is be humble and ask for it and you will receive that grace. So go boldly into what you're 
learning about, knowing the gods, especially Tote, are with you. And they're going to hold your hand and guide you through this whole process because you deserve it. You, We are in the world they built. We're within their gardens and deserts and mountains and seas and cities and plains. And we deserve to know as much about the world that they built and set free as possible. That is maybe even an obligation of ours as pagans. Another um, really cool thing that I learned about Tote was not only is he associated with magic and wisdom and learning and scrying and time, but also the balance between order and disorder. Balance is like so huge with Tote. I think that's why he is often um, associated with the underworld and the weighing, but also I know he enjoys to keep his own records. But um, balance and or balance between order and probably the better word is chaos with Tote and how he somehow sets himself above the balance. He is not involved really with order or chaos. And I, I think that's because you need order in a pursuit of knowledge. And you kind of need that, the method of your research to be lined out for you a little bit, but you also need to embrace the chaos of a world that has not been organized yet, at least according to you. Um, and that, that I, that's where I think the learning gets to be the most overwhelming is when we think about how much there is to learn, not to be morbid, but how little time we have to learn it. And we, we want to be selective with how we use our time, obviously, but I encourage you to take the tote approach of acknowledging the order and the, the benefits of the order and acknowledging the chaos, especially, and jumping into the chaos as much as you're comfortable with. And I think that too, um, I was thinking about this earlier today, that is, I think, inherently a pagan thing is seeing the order interact with the chaos and the chaos interacting with the order and rising above it somehow. You know, we we are ordered chaos in our own way. We are soldiers fighting for our place at the table and we are against most people's expectations of what honest, respectable, and hardworking people should be. And unfortunately, that's just the way it is. And yet, within the chaos that other people have kind of prescribed to us, we find order. Like, there there are methods to our madness. And I think I, I see the message of paganism very clearly in the message of Tote, in this learning never-ending path to bettering yourself and bettering your higher self. And also recognizing that there is order and there is chaos and it looks differently for everybody. And 
trying to, at least in my experience with myself and the pangs I know, seeing the boxes that are available to us and the boundaries that are available to us and rising above them every time. We are a strong and intelligent and funny and beautiful group of people that I think it's within our nature to reject order and reject the idea of chaos. We are chaotic. I I would say I am, but we don't see chaos as chaos. It's just something that we haven't learned about yet. And by the gods, we're going to get there. And that is our mission, I would say, is to dive headfirst into the things we don't understand. Uh, maybe things that can sometimes scare us and be overwhelming and just see what we can do with it. What do we have to lose? We've already begun this process of creating our own religion by ripping the wires of what we thought religion was out of our head and putting them back together again. You know, we've already started this journey by questioning everything we know and building our own truth instead of letting anything be given to us. And with that, I am going to give you our last prayer. This is a um, handmade prayer. It's on Google Images. It's really sweet. It's like all hieroglyphics and everything. Excuse me. And it says, Hail to thee, Lord of Hermopolis, Jehuti, thrice great keeper of Ma'at. Guide me as thy pen. Let the words of my life be not but Ma'at. Teach me to hear thy wisdom true. So asketh my heart from me to thee. So just go out there and, I don't know, crack a book, talk to a stranger. Meditate with yourself in the dark on the things that you don't like about you. Because you're going to receive so much more than you lose. So, thank you so much for listening. My name is Ethna Aon. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook. Just Pagan Preaching. You can um, reach out to me too on Instagram at just Ethna Aon or Ethan Aeon or Aeon Spiritual Guidance. If you like what I'm doing here and you want to support me, you can always listen to the show. Obviously, give me a like or a follow. Um, I sell tarot readings on Ethna Aeon Tarot. And I also have um, my Venmo. That's just Ethne hyphen Aeon. Keep emailing me at ethne.aeon at yahoo.com with any requests or suggestions or just to talk. And thank you so much again for listening. I'll talk to you next time.